And that is a wrap. The 2023 NFL regular season is officially done. Hell of a season. Round of applause for the boys, for the dogs, who are the San Francisco 49ers. Woo! Hell of a season. A couple things we need to talk about this week. 49ers on a bye. Obviously, with the number one seed locked and loaded, the 49ers will look ahead into who they may potentially be playing in the playoffs. What's the status with the injury updates? Let's get into it, y'all. Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ryan Tige, back in action. Hell of a year. 2023 season is officially wrapped up. The 49ers clinched the number one seed, finished the regular season off with a 12-5 and record with that fifth L coming from a meaningless Wake 18 loss against the Los Angeles Rams. A little disappointed. I thought the game was locked over, secured, but some issues uh, that are cause for concern raise little red flags that I'll get into in a little bit, but they ended up losing that game by one point. But overall, the main concern going into week 18 was injuries. The 49ers essentially came out unscathed minus Cleveland Farrell. So we'll see where that injury goes and if he'll be ready for the postseason. First, I want to give two shout outs. First shout out being the boy himself, Mr. White Hope, Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey won his first I actually had to double check that his first rushing title this year with who the San Francisco 49ers and that Kyle Shanahan scheme outside zone scheme took away the rushing title for all the NFL. His first one, big props to the boy CMC. Unbelievable. Still one of, if not the best trade, the San Francisco 49ers organization has ever witnessed with CMC. Who's an absolute monster in the backfield. He had 1,459 rushing yards for the year. By far and away, no one came close to that. The dude was a fucking beast. He was a dog. He just fucked shit up. And it was so fun to watch. And I cannot wait to see what that guy does into the playoffs. The second shout out is Mr. George Kittle himself. Kittle ended up finishing leading in receiving yards for all tight ends. He had 1,020 receiving yards. Uh, I think the next closest person in second place was Kelsey at 984. And a caveat or asterisk next to both of those boys is they both didn't play week 18. So they did it with one game not played for both of them. So that's fucking a hell of a year. And again, now attention turns to the playoffs. One thing that I would be remiss without touching on is one red flag that came out of the 49ers week 18 L again, meaningless L, but still pause me for concern was Jake Moody in his missed kicks. He missed, obviously for those that watched, he missed a field goal, which was inside the area where he had been solid all year under 40 yards. He missed a field goal. And then what happened following that? He also missed a PAT. That shit's not good. And it is very, very concerning. It raises a lot of red flags. And the biggest takeaway that I have from it is he clearly, it fucks with his head when he misses kicks. He clearly becomes a head case when he misses kicks. 
if he missed one of the two, missed a PAT or missed that, you know, sub 40 yard field goal, no big deal. It's the fact that he went back to back with missed kicks and I don't know what they're going to do to fix it. You can't really mimic game reps in practice. I think, you know, I think Moody needs to be in Levi stadium since they took home field advantage and the NFC will go through Levi stadium. He needs to be in there at all the different game times that we could possibly play Sunday night, Monday night, Saturday night, Saturday, midday, Sunday, midday. And he needs to bang a hundred field goals from all different distances. Because every time I see that guy line up to kick, it looks like he's aiming in the wrong direction. And by all means, I am no kicking expert. I never kicked. Don't know to pretend how to kick, but my God, I don't understand what the issue is when he had been solid all year. It's not saying the guy's not solid. The concern is, is that he went back to back with missed kicks and ultimately again, meaningless week 18 game. That's what cost the game. Jake Moody's two missed kick. That's four points taken off the board. That should be just automatic at this point, let alone in week 18, regardless if he's a fucking rookie or not. He was a third round draft pick for a reason. Jim Harbaugh, shout out to the Michigan Wolverines with the national championship victory. That was fun as hell to watch. Dominant, dominant football team. Awesome on defense, physical, run the ball. When Jim Harbaugh talked about Jake Moody coming out of the draft last year, death, taxes, and Jake Moody. That's what he said. The three things that are sure in life, death, taxes, Jake Moody. Well, what the fuck? So when I was looking back and kind of other times we've seen this from Jake Moody, Jake Moody has been 60 for 60 in PATs. So he knows how to hit PATs. Again, the concern is when he misses one kick, is it a domino effect? And does he limp dick the following kick after that? Which is, again, we've seen that not once, but twice. He also went one for three in field goals in week six, I believe, when we played the Cleveland Browns, who by also cost us the game. I know you could blame it on a lot of other factors, but ultimately Brock Purdy drove it down in the fourth quarter with no time remaining and Jake Moody missed the field goal. I get it. Windy conditions away, bad weather, all that kind of shit. But he didn't just miss one that week. He missed two and you can see it when he comes back out for that second kick. I don't have much confidence in it. He doesn't seem like he has a lot of confidence in it. I know he stays kind of flat and just calm and nothing really uh, above the surface that you can see visibly. But when you see him, I just imagine he is just screaming inside, just fucking full of freakouts or anxiety, or I don't know what it is. If the spot's too big, he's played in larger in front of larger crowds before coming out of Michigan in big games, but it is a problem. And it's something this group, this squad that the 49ers put together, top to bottom, best roster I've witnessed in my lifetime. And when we talk about playoffs and we get into close games, it cannot, this season, this playoff run cannot end with a fucking rookie kicker, Jake Moody, because he gets in his own head. So I pray it was a fluke. Even though we've seen it, he did it in the Cleveland game, which ultimately they lost. And then he also, he missed one in the Vikings game. But again, he just went one, but he only kicked two kicks in the Viking game. So he went one for two, 50% in the Vikings game. So my concern is we don't see any missed field goals or PATs because when that happens, there tends to be another one that follows. And this, this cannot be 
the Achilles heel or the death of this team this year. We got too many dogs. We got this squad is unbelievable. Can't happen. Don't let it happen. So Schneids better get together with them, clear whatever shit's going on in his head and how it messes with him and get him straight and in line because historically in the playoffs, the boys need him. We haven't needed him in too many pivotal spots this year. And, you know, the couple times that we have, it's been very spotty and it's been a pretty big concern. And for whatever weird reason, and I don't think there's really any data to support this. I think it's data to support the opposite that he has clearly, the numbers stay, he's had more struggles on the road than he has at home. But for me, when I see it, his he seems to have a lot more close misses at home than he does away. Again, that is just a very generalized statement with not much data or intel to back it up because the numbers back it up the inverse of that. But every time I see a kick, the ones where he's had where it's like, oh, shit, is that going to miss? Seem to be at home. And I know the wind is a factor at Levi's. So he's got to do something to learn and understand the patterns, where he's aiming, and where the ball is going to go with the wind, wherever the direction of the wind is coming from, and at what speed. This is the pros, baby. You got to get it down because you know who had it down before him? Robbie fucking Gold. The guy was locked in and never missed. As we pivot now to a look ahead to the playoffs, obviously the Niners have a first round bye. Shout out the squad. Wildcard weekend is going to be a big one. The Niners will end up playing the lowest seed out of the NFC. And it could potentially be a while before the latest possible point where we, where the 49ers would know who they're playing. The way it lines up is the 49ers will play the Packers, the Rams, or the winner of the Bucks, Phillies. The Packers are the seven seed. They go against the Cowboys on Sunday. The Rams are the six seed. They go against Detroit, I believe, also on Sunday. And then the if both the Cowboys and the Detroit Lions win those games, the 49ers will have to wait until Monday night when the Bucks and Eagles face off on Monday night football to wrap up wildcard weekend. So when we look at those games, here's the order I feel most comfortable in terms of teams playing. Again, from a fan perspective here, but these are the teams I feel the most comfortable playing out of those four teams. The most comfortable I'd feel is playing the Bucks. Then after that would be the Eagles. Then the Packers, then the Rams. So when we look at those matchups, their offenses versus our defense and their defense versus our offense, the Bucks. The reason I feel the most comfortable with the Bucs, pure and simple, Baker is banged up. And yes, he's been taking care of the ball more so this year than prior years, but I don't really find them as a threat. Again, Baker was hobbling when he got off the field last weekend, so I don't think that would be much of a concern. Then, you know, the Eagles, the Eagles are just absolutely in shambles. The 49ers absolutely broke the Eagles after they destroyed them in a big matchup in week 13, I believe. Obviously, we put the blueprint out there. Hopefully, Cowboys watch the tape. Where I believe A.J. Brown got hurt, Devontae Smith got hurt, Jalen Hurts got his middle finger all fucked up. I don't know if it was broken or dislocated, but they ain't looking good. Again, they're facing with two new offensive coordinator and D coordinator. We already showed what we could do against them in a matchup. I'd feel great going against the Eagles. Then the Packers. The Packers, obviously, historically, the Niners have fucking dominated the Packers uh, into the playoffs. We've ruined their season a few times when they had Aaron Rodgers. But 
the Packers would be Packers are looking good on offense. They're a young offense. Jordan Love has been the dude's been legit. And I don't know if I'm going to crown him as the next, the next franchise guy. Now, is he a franchise quarterback? Yes. But is he the next Packers level franchise quarterback? When you go from Favre, Aaron Rodgers, I know Jordan Love has shown flashes of some special throws that, you know, historical Packers have made like a rod and, and Favre, but I'm not sold on him yet. And then of course they got some good young receivers, but they're a young offense and it'd be at Levi's, which I think would be a problem for them. And then their defense, their defense has been trash this year. They got a shit ton of first round picks on the defensive side of the ball. I wouldn't be too worried about them just because they have gotten ripped apart pretty easily over some much, much inferior teams than what the 49ers offense would bring. Cause we know that offense. Oh wait, we have four players that all got over a thousand yards this year. Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, and CMC. So I think that would be a bad matchup our offense going against their defense. And I don't think they'd be too hard for us to handle business at home with our defense going against their offense. And then of course, when we look at the Rams, the Rams just from out of those four teams, McVay is the best coach. Stafford is the best quarterback and they have the best wide receiver duo out of the bunch with Puka Nakua and Cooper cup. Again, especially when you take into account A.J. Brown's messed up and Devontae Smith uh, is having some issues and Jalen Hurts. So when I relate it to the Eagles. So the Rams, we obviously know each other the best. NFC West, division rival. That would be the one I would least want to see in the matchup. But I'll tell you this, I can't wait to see Matt Stafford go play his former team at Detroit this weekend. And then is it a revenge game for Jared Goff? I don't know. I just, I have a gut feeling the Rams may squeak that one out, but time will tell. We will see, but that would be my order of which teams I would, the 49ers as a fan would feel most comfortable playing. We got some good news on the injury front. It sounds like all the boys that have been injured are coming back. They're going to be practicing this week per Kyle Shanahan in a recent press conference. Eric Armstead's going to be back. Gibson's going to be back. Jair Brown's going to be back. I think Avery Thomas, we already saw Ray Ray come back, which was huge. So we got all the boys minus still waiting on Cleveland Farrell to get an update, see if he will be good to go. In fact, and then of course, Juan Jennings is finally and officially out of concussion protocol. I don't know what the fuck happened. I'll be curious to find out to see what the bigger issue is. Cause he was out for quite some time, not a normal concussion protocol, which I know was kind of a flag for concern. And then of course, CMC, they were already being precautionary with his calf. He would have played if it was an important game. He said that. And then Kittle, back spasms, he'll be good to go. So the Niners are going to be fully healthy and ready to go into the divisional round of the playoffs. And we may not know until Monday who that team is going to be that the 49ers have to face in the first round at home in Levi's. Quick update for y'all. Just want to give you guys a couple heads up on some things going around. And I am excited. Hell of a regular season. Hell of a regular season. Set out as a goal to be the number one seed in the NFC. They did it. This is by far the best roster I've witnessed. I still think the best roster in the NFL. And I cannot wait to see the boys go on this playoff run with one concern. Jake Moody, get it together. We'll be good. All right, y'all. Until next time, like, comment, subscribe. Hit me up. 
Till next time. Peace. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car and the giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bus. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up.